Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee Connect with your host Vanessa. This is episode 11, The Art of Letting Go. Uh, I really felt called to do this episode, The Art of Letting Go, because it's something that we all go through and grow through, and especially with all of the trying times that have been happening lately, I know there's been scenarios where you have either been let go from a job or you let, you know, you walked away from the job, and same thing with relationships. There's been a lot of marriages and relationships that have been put to the test through this quarantine and pandemic and weird times that we've been experiencing. And even before then, obviously, you know, if you're a human, you have experienced many varieties of emotions and um, engagements with others that deal with letting go. So hopefully you can pull something from this episode that will benefit you or share it and hopefully somebody else can benefit from it. So whether it's letting go of relationships, jobs, ideals, expectations, etc. At some point, I'm sure you can recall a memory there's where somewhere you had a hard time with, um, with letting go. For me, something that comes to mind is letting go of expectations of others and expectations of self. And I mean that wounded critic that just loves to tear you down and loves to tear up your self-esteem any chance it gets. I'm 100% a type A individual. I like things neat, organized, and performed a certain way. And if it's not, I get agitated, I get annoyed with myself or others. And a while ago, let's say a couple years now, I used to give all of my energy away towards that way of thinking that everything had to have order. And if it wasn't done how I pictured in my head, then it would all fall apart. And so would I. Now, to a degree, there may be some benefit to be a forward thinker or a future thinker like you can create ideas out of thin air and with a feeling of manifesting them into reality but if you're always caught thinking ahead where does the present go it doesn't seem to exist does it and guess what that what undoubtedly leads to anxiety wonderful i remember hearing If you're thinking about the future, you live in anxiety. And if you think about the past, you live in depression. But if you think about the present, you'll feel empowered. Why? Because the only thing we can truly control is our present. Yes, we can perform things in the present to help benefit our future, but we only ever have now. Can you guess what keeps us from fully benefiting from the present as well? not letting go, being overly controlling, and too many expectations. Let's take, for instance, relationships. How many times have you ever felt or heard, it's not what you said, it's how you said it that made me feel XYZ. We love pretending that everyone thinks the way we do, or can read our minds, or would always act with integrity because we innately love giving people a chance. And most times we value how we think over however someone else thinks and would make assumptions that they would think like we do, because why not? We're always right, right? Assumptions and expectations most oftentimes when dealing with unpredictable things like humans are better left free-flowing than thinking that they're going to be predictable. Humans are 100% unpredictable in nature, 
Yes, we like habits and routines, but the beauty of psychology and evolution is that you can pretty much bet on change happening every time. So your partner changed. They evolved without you. And now what? You don't recognize them and you don't recognize yourself. Now what? Fast forward through all the sad nights of crying, arguing, hurtful, or healing conversations. Y'all break up. You go your separate ways. And now what? Maybe one of you gets in a relationship. Maybe you guys both stay single for a while. But either way, there's a twinge of pain still left over and you can't help but continuously ask yourself, why can't I let go? I like to believe every person comes into your life as a blessing or a lesson, or sometimes both. When you start evaluating endings to relationships as such, there's a calming sense of peace that happens when you view it that way. When you look at someone that crushed your heart, maybe cheated on you, or evolved out of the relationship, it's easy to speak out of wounded, out of your wounded heart and say, why is this happening to me? How could they? Didn't they love me? Wasn't it real? I feel so betrayed. I can't go on. I can't let go of everything that we had planned to do, and I can't see my life without them. Never mind questioning your own self-worth. But if you can allow yourself to grieve, feel the pain, sit with it for a while, and then show some love and grace to it, I urge you to propose this question next, when you can actually think clearly. Why is this happening for me? What is this teaching me? We let go of the victim mindset, clear-eyed and clear heart, move forward with where you want to place that person in your heart. My mom said something to me when I was young. She said, sweetie, when you love someone, you give them a piece of your heart and you in turn allow them to make space and home in your heart as well. When you end, it's hard to realize you'll never get that piece back and they'll never leave your heart. When you're finally at peace is when you have decided where to place them in your heart. Until then, Until you're done learning the lesson they were brought in your life to teach you, you'll never know where to place them. I love that visual because it helped me understand why I always felt the sensation of having my heartstrings pulled when I would speak to an ex and still feel pain. I hated the sensation of reliving old scenarios where I gave myself and my heart away to someone that took advantage of me and all of my efforts. It would sometimes make me sick remembering the years I lost on people that chose deceit over showing up as their true selves. Or, on the opposite end, I also hated the pain of reliving happy moments knowing they would never happen again since we broke up. I won't pretend like I have all of the answers, considering I love being nostalgic walking down memory lane with plenty of photos. But how I've made peace with old situations is by remembering how they happened and acknowledging how far I've been able to evolve as a person and how the Vanessa then wouldn't recognize the Vanessa now. So keep the photos, burn the photos, block, don't unblock, talk or don't. Your choice is up to you. But here is one rule of thumb. Whatever you do outside of your body gives away energy. 
and what you surround yourself with is the energy you absorb. So you need to ask yourself, are the actions, are my actions supporting the life I want? Or am I still allowing myself to relive painful memories over and over again, continuously feeling stuck? Lying to myself or my now new current partner, all because I didn't allow myself to heal and let go of a situation. Never mind the undoubtable anger some must feel when betrayed, holding on to that grudge or resentment. You're only drinking the poison you intend for your enemies. But after thinking and analyzing what the person meant to me in my life and why they were intentionally brought to me through my life journey, there's always a purpose. There's a blessing in the lesson. And once I feel like I see the lesson, I feel calm and a sense of release and peace. I'm able to let go and move forward with my life and finally place them in a space in my heart where I no longer or rarely get triggered by them revisiting. I used to type, I used to be the type to completely cut exes out of my life as soon as we were done. Block them here, block them there, goodbye exes, families, friends, old hangout spots, you name it. It's hard to feel like your lives are so thoroughly intertwined and now where are you? Now what do you have? In my younger years, I would tie my identity to my partner. If I lost them, I lost myself. I lost my value. I lost my affirmation, everything. But as I've aged and allowed myself not to relationship hop and place so much value in someone's opinion or love for me, I began to empower myself. I choose how I feel about me. I do not give my energy, value, etc. away. I create and destroy all my opportunities and claim ownership of my life is the way it is. Once you understand that you build your life and you choose who you're around, you understand on a deep level if anything or anyone is holding you back, it's because you choose to give them that power, including yourself. Speaking from someone that loves to go and get in their own way, you must acknowledge that there's an issue before healing it. And in order to acknowledge that there's an issue, you have to allow yourself some time and space with your thoughts. That's a whole other topic. But if you're scared to be alone and sit with your thoughts, we need to talk. If you're brave enough to start the conversation with yourself, start with this question. Why? Why do you not make time to sit with your own thoughts? I know it's challenging and it's a whole art in and of itself to think about your thoughts. Then try this first step. Try striking up a vulnerable conversation with those you trust and would benefit um, from no, nothing other than just listening to you that have the space to actively listen to everything that you have to say, your loved ones, friends, coworkers, etc. Because more times than not, they've experienced similar situations. And even if they cannot relate, the power of verbally releasing things will give you a sense of relaxation. So whether it's through penmanship and journaling or vocalizing what you're going through, with your loved ones first, the conversations need to be had. If you're not willing to face it, you're not willing to let it go yet. 
And if you think you're willing to let it go, you want it gone, and yet it still seems to hang around, I believe you haven't learned the lesson yet. And it's trying to teach you over and over and over again, no matter how many times, it'll try to teach you until you learn. Hopefully you enjoyed this piece of The Art of Letting Go. I guarantee you there will be sequels, but hopefully it got the wheels turning. If you benefited from anything in this episode, please feel free to DM me, comment, or share the episode if you absolutely loved it. Thanks again, as always, for tuning in to Coffee Connect. This is your host, Vanessa, signing out.